Summer may be easy and breezy and relaxing for some, but for others, it can be routine as normal and busy and hectic and relentless with family coming into town, vacations, work not letting up, kids out of school, and so on. And I've noticed that when busyness comes into my life, it can cause me to not be so present with my family, with my people, and also it tempts me to forget to prioritize Jesus. So this may surprise you, but something mega practical that I have been doing in my life is automating and making something like a household task that I have to do all the time, no matter the season, so much simpler. And for us, that has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store that restricts 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and only sells the best and yummiest quality because they care about you. Ordering on their easy app and getting things delivered to my literal doorstep in days is a huge stress reliever and it saves me time so I don't have to give up my other precious time or energy this summer. This last order we received a few days ago, we got the Simply Protein Cookies and Cream Bars and it is literally the yummiest protein bar I've ever tried. Hunter's even trying to steal some of them. We even saved $20 on last week's order. And hey, if you're still not convinced, they have a price match guarantee. I mean, say less, right? So this summer, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truth talks and get 30% off your first order. Plus you get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. You're listening to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose of this podcast is to help you know, love, and live God's word. My name is Tara, and I'm your host slash new best friend. Each week, we'll dive into the depths of scripture together. We'll answer questions that we all have as believers, have hard but good conversations, unpack passages in the Bible, and have deep, encouraging conversations with some amazing guests. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to grow your love and knowledge of his word so that you can live for him more. Are you ready, friend? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, fam. Welcome back to the show. I'm here to just quick intro our conversation today. I don't want to take up too much time because this episode is filled with fire. I have my amazing friend Mariella from She Speaks Fire Ministries online. She is such a powerhouse for the Lord. She is a wife, a mama, an online ministry leader, a spoken word artist, a writer, all of the amazing things. And today we're going to be talking about whose approval we're living for. Are we living for the approval of man? Are we living for the approval of God and of his kingdom and about our purpose in life and what we're called to do and how we actually live that out? If you've been struggling with living for the approval of other people and just looking for and craving it and comparing and not knowing your purpose and what God calls you to do here and now, this conversation is chock full with scripture and powerful implications for us to live out. So without further ado, please make sure to take a screenshot, post this to your Instagram stories, tag me and Mariella. Please let us know that you're listening so that we can love on you and thank you. Also, do not forget to subscribe. I know you're listening to the podcast right now, wherever you love to listen to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to give us a little rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. This is the best way to get more people listening to Truth Talks with Tara and it's just the sweetest encouragement. Okay, I'm done now. Let's get into the conversation with Mariella. 
Hey, sis, welcome to the podcast. I am so hyped. We talked a little bit before we hit record here, and like, I literally am so amped up because you always just get me so like energized and excited. So, Mariella, thank you so much for being on the show. Would you mind introducing yourself to our friends listening? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and all of the beautiful things. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hi, friends. My name is Mariella Rosario. I am first and foremost so grateful for my salvation to be a child of God. I am a wife, a mama of two, uh, a ministry leader. I'm the founder of She Speaks Fire Ministries, and um, I'm a writer, a spoken word artist, and a coach. So I just love the Lord and just want to let him use me in whatever capacity he wants to use. All the gifts he gave me belong to him. So I'm like, let's do it, God. (laughs) Literally, I cannot wait to meet you someday. I know it's going to happen. Like, <laughs> yes. man, Mariela is one of those that's just like a soul sister. And mm-hmm. just your energy and your passion, like, literally gets me amped up, like I said. And it's <laughs> it's been so cool. Uh, friends listening, we've been connected for a couple years now through Her True Worth. Uh, I'm sure y'all know um, what ministry that is. It's an online ministry. Um, And so we're both writers for that community and blessed to be connected there. So it's been awesome to also see how God has used She Speaks, you know, ministries and all that kind of stuff. So um, seriously, such a blessing. But um, before we jump into the topic, uh, this is a huge one that um, Maliella is really passionate about and that I think we really need now, you know, even more than ever sometimes in these moments. But before we do that, um, Mariella, I would love to hear a random favorite you're loving. I think this is something really random, but I love asking my friends on the show, like like a product or a book or like literally anything that you love because we want to hear what you love so that we can love it too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I am in love right now with the simplicity of rest and quietness. Mm. Um, I'm <laughs> a <good>. mama <laughs> of a 10-month-old baby. Um, so literally I wish I could say I'm like tucked away, you know, reading a book. I'm just like, I love just sitting in the stillness and the quietness of peace and surrender and just listening to like God, honestly, it sounds corny, but I'm so, yeah. I just like the quietness of just getting away and just being like, ha. Ah nothing no one's calling my name yeah (laughs) no one's asking me for anything I'm just like unwinding so long showers um that's the season I'm in right now (laughs) I love that and you know I think you know ladies listening whether you're a mom or not I think we don't really realize how precious that is until you become a mom or until there's these busy seasons um but man like even for me like I love those quiet restful moments I don't have any kids yet but like I love those moments but I find like it's really tough for me to like sit in them, you know, Um, maybe because they're not as like, they're not as rare for you, but just, I get so distracted. But I think like realizing how important that is, is like super key, you know? Yeah. It's crazy because before I, cause our oldest daughter is about to be 12 um, this weekend actually. So we had like this long, big gap between our children and I didn't realize like how much of a go, go, go person I was until I couldn't like go, go, go. Yeah. And really just learning to be still. Um, after just walking with the Lord the, all these years, I'm like, I don't think I ever really knew just the beauty of stillness, you know? So yeah, I definitely encourage us all to like start practicing that and just 
getting quiet and not thinking about your to-do list, not thinking about mm-hmm. what you got to do tomorrow, just yeah. present in that moment. It's like so re-energizing, refueling, and totally just what the soul needs sometimes, you know? Yeah, 100%. Even if you're like a, such a go-getter, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of like for me tomorrow, a Saturday, we're recording this on a Friday. Um, Saturday is kind of my day for that. So, uh, I mean, I think I should do it more often, but... <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, man, the weekends. But, dude, I love that. Literally the coolest favorite maybe we've actually had on the show. I mean, we've had some awesome ones like coffee recommendations and all the good things, but I love that. I think it's a good reminder. <laughs> uh, so, so good. Okay, so... I cannot wait to tackle the topic today. Um, anyone who follows you on social media knows, um, I mean, you, you speak about so much that God gives you, but one of the biggest things that, or two of the biggest things that God gives you to speak on and that you're passionate about, and she speaks fire in all your ministries is claiming our purpose in Christ, like what it means to live our purpose in Christ and um, also not living for the approval of the world. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about she speaks fire ministries and all the things Um just how God had that come about, you know, what this means to you and how you've become so passionate about these topics. Yeah. So it's such a burning desire and burden. I I believe, I don't even think it's a passion anymore. It's a burden that I have um, for people to really be free. When we're walking in freedom, um, we're only seeking the approval of God. And I know what it's like. I am like a recovering people pleaser. I'm a recovering person that used to um, just do anything I thought I needed to do to receive love and approval and validation and just like lived in a constant state of performance my whole life Mm. Um, until I came to Christ. When I realized that I'm a child of the most high God, when I realized that the creator of the heavens and the earth knows my name and he purposed me for such a time as this and thought, you know, this year, this generation, this world needs one of you. Like when the Bible says, who knows every hair that's on our head, every thought before we think it, every word before we speak it. I had this revelation of my identity as a child of God. And it took this burden off of me, Mm. this weight that I carried for so long that tied my identity to my uh, position in the world, um, how much my, my career, um, the things that this world says are important, that mm-hmm. deems you important, right. that really are empty wells. You will you drink from that well, you'll always be thirsty. Mm. So Amen. when yeah. the Lord delivered me and saved me, that's I had this radical encounter with him. And I got saved, not, not in a church. I love, I'm a proponent of the local church. I believe everyone should be planted in a house. Um, but the Lord met me through his word in my room at three o'clock in the morning. Mm, He met me through the book of Genesis. When I started reading that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then I found out he created male and female. He created them in their own image. And I'm like, what? Like I'm wanted. I'm because of artists, I'm an artist. So I know when I create something, it has purpose. Why am I creating what I'm creating? I take intention. I take time. Um, And once I, 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 I got that revelation, I was free. So I'm so, um, I'm so burdened to help people be free, like from, Mm -hmm. from others, just like live for God, understand who you are. You're uniquely made fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and there's such a sweet rest that comes from that. So that's where my, my passion comes from, um, for my ministry. So I, I made, she speaks, I created, she speaks power. 
um, as it's a movement. It's it's a message to activate and empower and equip um, believers to like unapologetically walk in purpose and freedom and stay on fire for the Lord, you know? (laughs) So good. You know, you've said activate, you know, activate believers in that identity like multiple times in our conversation, um, even before we recorded. And I just, that has really stuck to me. It's such a powerful word. And I think it's even more powerful in this context, which like, I mean, we can, we can live really stagnantly um, and that can come in very different forms in our lives, but activate is so active. You know, it's, it's literally like you're moving, you're taking action. Um, And I think that's like when we know that we're free in Christ and we know our identity, we can activate, we can be active. And like, I literally love that. And, you know, side note, how has your first, I feel like this is your personality, but like, I mean, people who know you, people who follow you, they know you as this fiery, literally she speaks fire, this fiery gal. I mean, has it kind of always been that way, but just (laughs) even more amplified because of the Lord now and this message? Yeah, it's funny because my personality, I'm really chill. I'm really, i if you have me in a room, I'll be the quiet one. Like oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is when I have something to say, I, I yeah. say it and I, I commit. <laughs> you know? I love it. I commit. So, so like, I, I love people. I love being around people. I love hearing their stories. And I'm just like a lover of um, connection. And I do... I do everything with my full heart. So I've always had like this big personality, um, mm-hmm. but I would say I'm like an extroverted introvert, you know, like yeah, yeah. I can be like, woo, like with people and fired up, but I, I find so much fuel and solace and in, in alone and quietness, uh-huh, yeah. but yeah, this is my personality, girl. <laughs> Dude, no, it's, it's so great. Honestly, like, I think I'm kind of the same way, like extrovert, introvert, you know, vice versa, like. I can be around people like day in and day out, um, but having that balance of being chill and, you know, kind of reconnecting with God in the silence is super important. But no, I, I love that. I love that. And hey, when you have a message, you have something to say, hey, you don't hold back. You speak that fire. So come on, oh man, I love it. <laughs> I literally loving this. Um, I would love to kind of transition into just kind of this idea, you were talking a little bit ago about how the world um, just has a lot of different opinions on who we are versus the identity of Christ. And so let's just root ourselves in scripture here. Like the truth of the matter is that the world is preaching a bigger and different message and like really bigger as in like oppressive and just heavy message of who we are in Christ and what our purpose is. And so let's kind of talk about that. You know, what does God's word say our purpose is in him? Because the world says our purpose is to, you know, multiple different things like make X amount of money, get this amount of clout or followers on social media. It's a lot of different things. But um, as you preach and teach and walk it out, what is our perfect purpose in life? And what does God's word say we should be living for? Well, um, I, I mean, we all, we were kind of talking about this before um, we got on this call about um, knowing God and making God known. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible yeah. tells us that we, the ministry of reconciliation, we read that in Second Corinthians, um, where Jesus came, right? And he reconciled the world back to God. And mm-hmm. we have yeah. carry that same message. We carry um, that message of reconciliation uh, to the world. You know, Jesus said, it's better that I go away. I'm going to send you a helper. He was contained to one demographic one place in the world, but Mm -hmm. now his body 
fills all in all, right? The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. He is the head. So we are everywhere. We all carry that same message of reconciliation that God so loved the world. He sent his only son. And it's such a powerful, the gospel is so powerful. The message never changes, but the methods in which we deliver the mm. message can. So that is unique to each and every single believer. The Bible tells us we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the what? The word of our testimony. Mm. So that word, tells us yeah. what doesn't change. The blood of the lamb never changes. The blood of the lamb is Jesus, Christ crucified. He lived a righteous life, a life that you and I could never live, died a death you and I deserve to die so that we can be back in relationship with God. So that is the blood of the lamb. But the word of our testimony, that mm. is what is unique to each and every single person. Where did God bring you from? Where has God um, shown himself in your life? There's people, Tara, that... I could never reach, but you can because of the, the, the sphere of influence that God has given you to impact. Um, I really do believe that all of us have the same purpose, but the way that yeah. we deliver that purpose, the way that we live it out is going mm -hmm. to be unique to each and every single one of us. Right. Our purpose is to know God, right? And make mm -hmm. him known. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, so good. Every every time, um, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of the Lord. Amen. I mean, right there, it's uh, glorifying, meaning bringing attention to what he has done through Jesus, through, Amen. you know, what where we where we are now, where we are going to be in heaven and eternity. And just honestly, I think we forget that a lot. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Just remembering, like you said, like we all have the same, like as Christians, we have the same mission and purpose. Amen. But like you said, different avenues, different vessels to carry it out. And I think that's easy to forget. It's easy to be discouraged and think that there's just one way to do it, you know? Um, but I love how you emphasize that over and over again, that, you know, we have a collective call as the body of Christ through what Jesus did, but there's literally so many different ways that we can do it, which is so, really, really so, encouraging. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut in. Um, you know what? Something that really stood out to me, I was reading, um, in the book of Galatians and I was just talking with the Lord. Cause sometimes like I don't know if this happens to you, Tara, or if this has ever happened to anybody listening, but um, sometimes we feel like how we were created, maybe like, I'm like, I'm a little too much. Like I, mm. maybe I'm too like passionate or too like, I don't know, like my personality, but it's like, I look at every single one of the people that got commissioned throughout scripture. Right. And I'm like, they had the same message, but they were delivering it to different people. Right. Yeah, so Peter right. was assigned to deliver the gospel message to the Jews while Paul was assigned to deliver it to the Gentiles, right? Mm -hmm. um, in Galatians 1.10, it says, "For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. So Ooh, it's like yeah. he was talking about um, when he was ta talking about grace, right? And people were saying, you should be circumcised and whatever. And they wanted him to fold but he's like this, if I wanted to please people, then mm -hmm. I would start preaching the message you want me to preach, but I'm yeah, here to please yeah. God. Right. So it's like, we have to be so careful that we don't go and try to fit in with everybody else and do it like everybody mm -hmm. else. But we have to be so intimately connected with our father that we're walking like Jesus did in this earth that he says, I only do what I see my father do. So we have an ability as believers to have this intimacy with the Holy spirit. You guys, God is alive. 
His word is active. It's sharper than a yeah. double-edged sword. Amen. It cuts through yeah. bone and marrow, soul and spirit. And these false and limiting beliefs that we sometimes have about ourselves, our personality, our mission, our call, our mandate will be cut down by the word of God that is stronger, that, that will take those thoughts into captivity and make them obey. No, what does God say about me? So if we take our eyes off of our our, our creator, if we take our eyes off of Jesus, we're going to start looking to people for our validation. Mm -hmm. We're going to start to look to people for our acceptance. And let me tell you like that, that is such an empty well, you will always be thirsty. Um, but I believe that we're all, um, being called to live on mission and on purpose. This life we live here on this earth, we're merely passing through there. It's a vapor. Mm -hmm. And eternity is a yeah. long time. Like I want to die empty, Tara. And I want everybody mm -hmm. that comes in uh, contact with me to die empty too. Be all God wow. called you to be, but it comes from a place of identity. You have to know who you are. What you do doesn't make you who you are. Who you are mm -hmm. is a blood bought child of God, bought you're worth a king's ransom. God loved you so much. He died for you to bring you back into relationship. So you are free from bondage. You are free from the approval of man. You live to live for the approval of God. So dude, chills, chills. I, <laughs> I know I love it. And we, we need that call again. And like you said, empty, empty wells, empty vessels when we, when we run to that. And I think you like literally segued us so perfectly. You know, I was thinking about this because, you know, we read those verses like Galatians about, you know, not living for the approval of man. Like we, we know this concept as Christians in our heads, but like, I don't know, like from your experience or what you've learned in the word, like what are, what are the cons of living for the approval of men? Like what are, what are the, the downsides and the negative effects? Like, why do we do that? Because again, we know in our head that it's not really what God calls us to do, but like, why is it bad? Like, what is the, like, why do, why are we so drawn to it? Why do we do it? <laughs> We're drawn to it because God, God created us to be in connection with people. Like mm, yeah. love is something that we all crave because God created us to be loved. But the thing is, is that when sin, you know, came into this world, our connection with God was severed. And we started trying to look to mortals and things outside external mm -hmm. to fill something that only God can truly fill. Right? right. So when we're the cons of looking for the approval of, um, from the approval of man is that it's going to lead, um, to emptiness. It's going to be kind of like a dangling carrot. You're, you're mm. never going to fully <laughs> yeah. arrive. And we see that in scripture. One moment they're laying down palm branches for Jesus, right? Yeah, the yeah. next moment they're like, crucify him. It's because we as humans, we're fickle. We, mm -hmm. we, we don't, we don't know how, like one moment we love this. The next moment we, we we're like, cancel them. Like, come right, on people, right. God, the, the agape love of God, the unconditional, perfect love of God that casts out all fear. That is where our hope must be anchored in. It You will never reach the end of it. Like it's something that you can live and be and have and, and trust, trust in the Bible says he is not a man, human that he should lie. Right. Mm, he yeah. watches over his word to perform it. So this tells us that, you know, humans lie. <laughs> He's not a man. Like we, right, right. we, we drop the ball. We, we are not, um, we're not created with the capacity to be able to fulfill one another in that way. So the cons of looking for the approval are of people is that that leads to mad depression, anxiety, fear, 
um, because you just don't know what's next. You're just always trying to like, you know, stay on your game because you're like, I just need them to love me. And it's like, it's, it's always going to be empty. So yeah. And I mean, the standards are constantly changing, yes. right? Like whether we're, whether we're pr- pretty good people or we think we're mm-hmm. pretty good people and, and pretty, pretty loving towards other people and pretty accepting, the standards are constantly changing. I mean, social media doesn't help that at all. There's Girl. all these different things. There's these bars and ladders we have to keep climbing just because Girl. the world keeps advancing. Right. But I think it's so cool. Like you, you said something that reminded me of like the Lord is unchanging and yeah. And his his love for us is unchanging, and also in the same way, salvation is is fixed for us. If we Amen. if we if we cling to that salvation, we accept him and put our faith in him as Lord. Um, we can guarantee that. And yes, God wants us to keep you know like living for him and you know following him and obeying his commands instead of doing the opposite. But like God, like literally will never change, and Amen. like our identity is fixed. And so yes. I think it's it's also just really exhausting i mean to strive and to strive for all the approval and yeah man it it just takes a lot out of you and i also think it's a distraction right it's distraction from our purpose like you talked about earlier like if if we're doing that we keep striving and running after it um again striving meaning it just just keeps happening because the world keeps changing right um and again i think the enemy wants us to do that for multiple reasons but also for the big reason like we're talking about today so that we don't claim our identity and we don't walk in the in the manner worthy of the calling we've received like paul says you know yeah seriously No, that's, that's really, really such a good and like convicting reminder for me. You know, I mean, when it comes to this idea of, you know, we've talked about living, you know, for God's approval over man's and this idea of purpose, like, you know, in your life and what God has taught you, like, how have you really like kept your eye on the prize or so to speak? I mean, how has God really taught you to stay focused on your purpose in him? Because we just talked about this idea of distraction. We can get distracted by the approval of man or other things in, in this world. And um, it can be really hard. I mean, maybe some people listening, I've heard this before, or I felt this before. Like, I have so much going on in my life. How can I stay um, eyes on the prize. How can I stay devoted to my purpose in him? You know, what has God really taught you about, about that? Yeah. So I honestly, I stay, I stay at a place of brokenness. Um, Mm. I remember where God brought me from. I remember my life without him. Um, and I have a, a burden for people that are in that same place. So when we, it's all birthed Tara in the secret place, since the beginning, since I wasn't raised in the church girl. So I, Mm -hmm. um, literally went 29 years of my life without knowing Jesus. Okay. Um, I carried this weight and this burden of feeling like I didn't belong. Why, why am I here? Like I didn't feel I was worthy of the space that I occupied and Mm. I literally wanted to die, you know, like, and I know that there's people out here living without hope hope deferred. It makes the heart sick. And a prayer that I've always praised, Lord, give me eyes to see, ears to hear like you do. Let me see people the way you do. And you stay in a place of brokenness, but with hope, Mm. not a place of brokenness that leaves you with a heaviness and a, um, a spirit of like depression or anything like that, but a place of you have compassion and empathy for the loss, for the broken, mm, for the healing, yeah. for the for the hurt, for the addicted, for the people living in poverty. When we take our eyes off of ourselves and we start looking to the world and have this, wow, these, when you realize who you are, this is base in identity, okay? We have to make sure that we're not 
you know, ascribing to the world's message of what our life is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what really makes us, um, you know, get off track when it comes to kingdom business, because, uh, and I say kingdom business for lack of a better word, we're always in the kingdom, wherever you go, yeah. the kingdom mm-hmm. goes, whatever you touch, the kingdom touches. Like right, we can't right. compartmentalize our life with Christ and then our, our life. No, our life is a life to live as Christ to die is gain. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm dead. He's alive. Right. Is I think we need to keep our eyes heavenly minded, eternally minded, where we where we're living a life on mission and we realize what the reason for our existence is in, in this time, in this hour, um, that Jesus wants to be made manifest through you to your friends, your family, your community, your business, whatever it is that God has put your your hands to, having a mindset where it's not about me, but it's Jesus that's working through me. And that changes everything because God He's a good father. We're, we don't have to earn favor. We don't have mm-hmm. to earn um, good gifts. He's a good father. He doesn't yeah. give his, his, his children stone when they ask for bread. And I think mm. that a big part of like our need to control and then we get off track and I need to get meet these goals and you, we start like operating in hustle, hustle, yeah. hustle and not yeah. purpose is when we forget that God is our provider, that God is the one that opens doors, that God goes before us, that he is with us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. So to stay in a place of purpose, you have to stay in a place of intimacy. Mm, You have to stay in a place of surrender. You have to stay in a place where it's not about you, but you're a vessel in which God is is using in this earth. And when you do that, your life is so exciting. You're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) what what are we doing today, Jesus? And we're like, literally, there's, there's this pressure that's off that you say, God is my provider. He Mm. gives his children good gifts. What is for me is for me. We don't have to pray a certain way and and, and declare a certain promise for God to be good to me. Mm -hmm. He's good to me because I'm his child. Mm. And then we walk and we're free to express ourselves and use our gifts and our business and our ministries with a sense of ease and freedom because we understand that we're doing it out of obedience Mm. and a response to what has already been given to us. So. So, so good. I, you know, I love how you kind of flip that on its head. I feel like when, you know, we think about, you know, how do we stay focused on our purpose? How do we keep our eyes on the prize? There's probably a lot of people thinking, okay, you gotta, gotta do this, gotta constantly be on this, whatever. But I love how you just reminded us of the importance of like humility and dependence, because like, honestly, like this has been a big theme in my life is like the Christian is called to be dependent first and Mm -hmm. foremost. Like you keep saying like, like living in that brokenness. I mean, living in the victory of Jesus Christ. Yes. But living in the fact that I'm broken and I need you because what happens if we're not dependent, you know, we come into pride, we come into all these other things. And then our eyes, you know, inevitably kind of shift off course. And that's yeah. what we're talking about here. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's so good to remember that humility and dependence, because I think of like, you know, when you're a little baby, when you're dependent, like you yeah. just are naturally dependent on your parents. But when you are dependent, that leads into intimacy. It leads into closeness because you're just constantly connected because you realize I need you. I need you to survive. I need you to live. Like, I think that's yeah. so good to remember. And it, it keeps us in a good spot where we're like, you know, not getting a big head or anything about, about this life because it's really not about us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude. And you get you like 
operate in a, like a certain, the Bible tells us that he gives his children rest. And I don't know if anybody else could attest to this, but when we're like carrying all the brunt of the pressure to make something happen, you are literally stressed out. Mm, like, yeah. seriously, yeah. like trying to like, like be on it, on it, on it all the time. I'm not saying we're not to be good stewards of what God has entrusted us with. That's definitely not what I'm saying. There's a difference between diligence and just straight up hustle. I need to get this done. God calls us to excellence. He calls us to diligence. He calls us to do these things in his name in, in, you know, a flow. But what one of, I'm a spoken word artist. So one of the lines in one of my pieces was if you birth it in the flesh, in the flesh, you'll have to sustain. But if you birth it in the spirit, in his rest, you will remain. So what does that mean? That wow. means that if we say, I'm doing this, and it's apart from obedience to Christ, what he has already um, led you into when he told Abraham, go to a place where I will show you. Abraham didn't say, you know, I'm just going to go over here and I'm going to be a father of nations. He didn't you know, put the call on himself. When yeah. Moses went back to free the, 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 the Israelites, he didn't say, I'm going to go back. And I mean, we saw what happened when he tried to do it on his own. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. in the spirit of God that you remain in the rest of God. There's a grace of God that comes upon your life to be able to fulfill the mission, the purpose that he's given you when it's birthed out of the place of obedience and intimacy mm-hmm. of the father. Cause you guys don't want to go anywhere that God isn't. Let me tell you, there's yeah. so much, you just want to be where God is. I mean, obviously he's with you always. He lives in you. Your body's a temple of the Holy spirit, but I'm saying in the things we put our hands to do, like our life here on this earth, is but a vapor. Let's be intentional with our time, intentional with our talents, our treasures. And that comes from a place of intimacy. Dude, I could listen to you talk all day. I literally, <laughs> I literally love it. And that, that line from that spoken word piece is so, so fire. I mean, side note, y'all, something good is coming as far as listening to Mariella speak. So I mean, <laughs> hey. um, but man, um, I literally am so encouraged by this and I feel I feel humbled by just this reminder because I think it's something we need literally every single day. And I'm like really encouraged by your testimony of like, of living, living broken and living dependent. Um, because I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in pride and thinking, you know, we're, we're all this, you know, we're all that, um, which we do have a really huge call in the Lord, but you know, we really need to to operate out of a place of dependency because it's really easy for us, even if we don't have a tendency for pride and arrogance and self-sufficiency, it's really easy for us as humans, just in our fallen nature to make things about us. You know, when, you know, when I, I tell people all the time, I said, Hey, like, you know, God didn't save you so that he could change you. I mean, in a way, like change your personality, he saved you so he could, yes, change you and regenerate you, but he wants to use you in your unique gifts. And I think that's really, really like, really like exemplified in your ministry and your, in your life. So, oh my gosh, friend, I literally (laughs) loved every second of this conversation. Um, Yes. I'm so, dude, I'm so encouraged (laughs) and thankful for you, man. Um, everyone needs you in their life. Truly. This is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Tara, can I, can I, I don't know. I'm feeling led to do this and let me know if it's okay. So at the beginning of this conversation, we talked about the blood of the lamb and the word yeah. of our testimony. And that yeah. from that place produces purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, can I share a spoken word that I wrote? 
about yes. my testimony yes, that 100%. just can leave us in, on that good note? Dude, please go ahead. I yeah. would love to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is entitled, Who Am I? I remember when I hated who I was. I was always searching, but I could never find that oh-so-desperate peace of mind I searched and searched down countless paths. I was always searching, but I never had. Endless days that were filled with tears I tried to fit in for many years. Let me take it back to the beginning or as far as I can remember. It was a cold, cold month. Let's just call it September. I remember the day that we left my mom. After that, I didn't see her very much. It taught me to be distant and crave just any touch because although my mother loved me and although my mother cared, I needed her to nurture me and I needed her to be there. And so the quest for love ensued. I would give, give, give and do, do, do. Love me, love me is what my soul kept screaming. I was trapped inside of a prison. My only escape was dreaming. I turned to many things to fill the void, the void that almost titled my life, destroyed, the void that would take, 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 but would never bring, the void that consumed almost everything. Actually, let me take that back because what it did bring was pain and what it did bring was shame and it, it made the void bigger. Drugs, sex, cheating, lying, stealing. I was unknowingly dying. I was at the end of my rope. I didn't care if I lived or if I died. I was drowning in my sin, but one day I came alive. You see, Jesus saved me. He pulled me out of my misery. He showered me with his love, and now I'm truly living. He, he showed me who I really am. He took me off the treadmill called approval of man because in him I stand. And I have my being. He took the scales off my eyes that were preventing me from seeing. He showed me real love when all I knew was rejection. The kind of love that doesn't require my participation. You see, the kind of love that Jesus gives is free from conditions. I couldn't earn it. I couldn't buy it. I could only accept it or I could deny it. But even then he remains faithful because he can't deny who he is. You see, he chose me before the foundations of the world to be his. He chose me, a love so deep, words cannot explain, but he chose me to carry his name. He chose me, the liar, the cheater, the fornicator. The girl with no hope now has a relationship with her creator. He traded beauty for my ashes and he made me alive. He took away my fear because in him I live and in him I die. So who am I? I'm a daughter of a king. I'm a light in darkness here to help set the captives free because he lives in me and he's making his appeal to those who are dying, to those who are hurting, to those who are crying crying out for something more, to see, to be, to live, to soar on the wings of an eagle in the shadow of the almighty to be led by green pastures and given rest. So who am I? I am his. Wow. Oh my gosh. Literally speechless. I think that sums up this conversation so powerfully. Thank you so much for sharing that, sis. Thank you so much. Thank you for having wow. me. Of course. I, you know, before we leave, I like literally am speechless. Like I'm I was so I'm so touched by that. Thank you so much for sharing 
um, before before we close out, I would love you to share, you know, where people can connect with you, hear more of these awesome, beautiful, emotional, powerful spoken words, um, get connected with things, things you're doing in the future and ministry. So share some ways that people can get connected with you. Yeah. So my um, personal um, account is at Mariela Speaks on Instagram. So there um, we will, you can see my links in my bio. I'm going to be offering coaching here in this, in the coming future. Also my spoken word speaking, um, those kinds of things. And then my ministry, um, she speaks fire co. Um, and we're going to be offering a lot of cool resources to just help you grow in faith, help you grow in purpose, help you stay on fire for God. So you can find me both there and all of our links to all the other cool stuff will be in our bios there. Perfect, man. Um, I'll have everything linked in the episode notes. You guys can go follow if you aren't already. Oh, sis, I love you so much. Thank you for pouring out your heart. It's, it's powerful and it's beautiful and it's so vulnerable and literally so encouraging. So I love you. Thank you again for being here. Love you. Thank you for having me.